I'm Ryan Malloy. I'm a composer and performer and currently a lecturer in composition at Maynooth University. Um, I come from County Tyrone um, and feel very strongly about the North and think that it resonates in my music somehow. Um, and obviously now living and working down here. Um, this actually came about through the university. or The university has a publication fund and I it had been on my mind for quite a while to, to record a CD or, or some kind of a collection of my works. Um, and so I applied to the fund for some money to make the CD and was luckily successful. So that gave me the money to get Alex over and uh, record the stuff uh, in Belfast and to you know print the CD. Um, and it was also a vehicle for me to focus on creating a new work for Alex because I had worked with Alex in the past, but I'd always had an intention to do a really big, beefy piano work for him. Uh, and so this was an opportunity to, well, or an excuse for me to write it, basically, or to give me the impetus to write it because otherwise it wouldn't have been written. called Inishfail or Inishfoil or Inishfail or depending <laughs> what part of the world you come from and um, it's about a 30 minute piano work and again is you know is the core of the CD and is the most recent work on it. Um, it came about from an earlier piece which I'd written for piano and baritone that was actually part of uh, my PhD composition portfolio at Queen's and it was a small little three minute piano work or piano and baritone work and I was playing about with um, uh, some music by Thomas Moore. Um, I was kind of interested at the time about different ways of incorporating traditional Irish music into contemporary music, um, you know, both subverting it, but also, you know, directly throwing the two together. And um, I was looking at different stylistic ways in which this had been done in the past. And obviously the, the, the Moore collection was uh, one obvious starting point. And uh, one of the aspects of music, of traditional music that I hadn't really worked on up until then was its, basically its rhythmic, its motoric rhythm. Because it's very, very stereotypical. As soon as you set up a kind of a, a jig rhythm or a reel rhythm, it very much takes over or is hard to, hard to subvert. Um, so I said, right, I'm going to just tackle this head on and, and see what happens. And so I took a poem by Thomas Moore. Um, called Inishfoil, which I I liked the lyrics of. I thought that I thought the, the 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 words were very they were very brazenly nationalist and and um, uh, I thought I thought that was funny more than anything else or something that I could use kind of comically in the song. So I wrote that song and that was fine. Um, but it, it turned out I became more interested in the piano accompaniment for that song because it really explored this jig rhythm. Uh, quite closely with this kind of a clashy 
polymodal uh, accompaniment. And I said, I'm going I'm to have to come back to that because it's interesting and I know it can do a lot more with that than it could do with maybe the, the vocal line, which wasn't that interesting. So um, I took the piano accompaniment for Inish Wild as a starting point and basically wrote an extended rhapsody around that. So the actual, the original piano accompaniment forms the bulk of the middle of the piece or the climax of the middle of the, of the new work. And there's just a really extended build up to that and kind of ebb away from that. in trad music that um, are hard to notate accurately and then when you try to do so it can sometimes just miss the point and this is something I, I haven't really I haven't really rationalized in my writing yet at all you know there's still things where I, I'm torn between the openness of the, the trad music feeling but yet getting making sure that that's communicated well in the text so that when I'm dead or if someone, you know, if someone takes the score and I've had no communication with them, that they can get it, they can get it right. Uh, and I'm not sure there's a kind of a satisfactory uh, answer to that. The reason being, I think, because the influence is so, or at least I think the influence is, is, is quite there. And trap music is such a strong stylistic thing. It doesn't need to have everything written down. So I suppose maybe my, like my performance directions for, some of my pieces should be go away and listen to the Danon for three or four years and then, go, then, then have a go at this kind of thing. Um, that's a cheap get out, but that's that, that's kind of what I think. You have to be familiar f familiar with it. I think it was quite successful in, in Schlieve Galgo, the piano piece, this or the second piano piece in the CD, um, where basically Alex has to learn a little air that I've, that, that I've written down or that I've recorded by ear. And then he has to present his interpretation of it in the score. And I've suggested some chords that he might wish to put along with this in any order, you know, as, as he sees fit. And I think that actually worked quite well for me. Now, the goal, the goal would be to achieve that using faster, you know, dance tunes, as they call them, as well. But I haven't quite worked that out yet. My first meeting with Alex was through the Irish Composers Collective. Um, Alex was doing a concert back in, oh God, I really should know this, 2012 possibly. And um, he, uh, there was a call for scores. I submitted this piano work. It got selected luckily. And then it came to like the day, a couple of days before the concert. And there was a workshop with the, 
the performer. So I tootled down to the concert hall and uh, went into the Kevin Barry room and Alex was there. Met and said hello. It was great. Lovely, friendly guy. And then he says, well, will I play you the piece? And I'm like, yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be great. So off he went. And I've never had an experience like it since where basically everything was where everything was supposed to be. And, I mean, he finished and he looked around at me and he said, well, and I was like, I've, I've nothing to say. I've, I've literally nothing to say. Everything was where it should have been. I, and that was fantastic. So I knew that I was, you know, this was the, this was the guy to latch on to because <laughs> he was so technically formidable and just kind of knew what the music was, was trying to do. Um, and I knew that in this big piano piece then, you know, because when I was applying for the CD uh, money, I, I approached Alex and said, would you be interested in learning a big new work? And he had, he had said beforehand already that, yes, you know, we, we should do more stuff. And uh, so that was that was how that, that came about. And I knew the piano work was going to be big, chunky, difficult kind of thing. And I knew I could trust him to, to, to get it right because he seemed to know where I was coming from. ask you often you know why is your why is your music so difficult you know to play for you know for example and I don't know why 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 it's difficult to play I mean I can I think there's a lot of uh, connection with the frenetic and kind of complex stuff that happens in traditional music even though that's a more natural thing and that energy gets channeled then into kind of more complex shapes and harmonies and things like that. So essentially, it's not my fault <laughs> that the music's difficult. It's just, it's 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 a combination of of everything that I've that I've that I've experienced. Um, and see, complexity is everywhere. Anyway, I mean, you listen to you listen to bebop, or, and and some of the certainly everything that's happening is complex, virtuosic, and difficult. But there's a naturalness about it that I find really really quite stunning you know the same way you look at nature and there's you know chaos theory and string theory all these things they're all very complex things but they're inherently natural properties mm -hmm. 